What's up, guys? We are Spill Mama. We're your hosts, Carly. And Taylor. And welcome. We are just so excited that so you're here. So excited. Um, if you got a chance to listen to our intro, you got to hear a little bit about who we are, why we got started, some a little bit about our podcast in general. If not, that's okay. I'm going to give you a quick little rundown. Um, this is a podcast for moms, for moms in waiting and women who just know they want to be moms, but mm-hmm. maybe it's in the distant future for you. You're still in the right spot. Um, we do not claim to be experts. Nope. Honestly, quite the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> we, we say this all the time. Um, but we just want to be real. We want to have a space that's open, judgment-free. I know we're going to say that. We're going to say that over and over again, yeah. I feel like. Um, but we're going to talk about the ups, the downs, the in-betweens. And we are pumped. So, Tay, let's get us started because, you know, I'm going to ramble. You're probably going to have to it's cut right, me I'll off. I'll just do the, <laughs> yeah. the, the cut motion. me off sign. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just cut off. Okay. Um, it's okay. You're probably going to have to do it to me, too. <laughs> um, so, we, like Carly said, we are so excited to jump in. And we've been working on this for a while. And we're yeah. just pumped to finally put it out there. So excited. So today we're going to talk about new mom challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, A few months ago, we both put up some question boxes on our personal Instagrams. This was before at Spill Mama existed. (laughs) Um, And we had an overwhelming response. Yeah. Uh, We were, first of all, so honored that people trusted us with Mm -hmm. their stuff. For sure. Um, And we were also not, we were not surprised by the types of responses because it felt like we were kind of all on the same page and it was an area that we feel like just isn't really talked about a couple Mm -hmm. of areas um and the main takeaway was motherhood is hard it's hard it's It's so great but it's so hard and the journey to motherhood can be equally as hard Mm -hmm. um don't get me wrong it's one of the most rewarding experiences of my life yes and we love big moms humbling (laughs) very humbling (laughs) yes amen yeah um and so before jumping in we just want to let you know This episode is about the challenges, especially for new mom challenges. We are going to harp later on. Actually, our next episode is going to be on the joys of motherhood Mm -hmm. because there are so many joys. So we don't want it to seem like we're just talking about the hard stuff. Like we said, it's going to be the ups, downs, in-betweens. So that's next episode. Stay tuned with us. That's going to be the next episode. Um, And then also we're going to give some helpful tips and things that we wish we could tell ourselves Mm -hmm. as new moms in those first few weeks and months that were so hard so we hope this is very helpful yeah 100 percent um so we're going to talk about the top three biggest new mom challenges it Mm -hmm. was hard to narrow down from our personal journey and from all the responses but it did feel like these three topics are bigger umbrellas of smaller topics and we will probably say this a bunch but i'm going to go ahead and say it as a blanket statement now that a lot of these topics we will be coming back to and giving their own episodes. Yeah. Because we think they're a lot. lot. (laughs) Because they're important. And so we want to just like in general say like, hey, if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. Yeah. Because we get it. We we get it. Yeah. And we will dive into these more specific topics later on um, throughout the season. So the number one by and large was comparison. Comparison. Mm -hmm. Like So when I was thinking about this, I mean, it was just like astronomical, the number that we got that everybody feels this way. Like so many moms feel like they compare themselves. Mm -hmm. And I just started thinking like, I think that social media definitely plays into this a lot. But at the same time, like women have been comparing themselves for ages and ages and ages. Like, you know, Sally down the street was definitely making a better pie, (laughs) you know? (laughs) 
So I do think that social media has played into this, but women were so hard on ourselves yeah. anyways. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like we become moms and it's like tenfold. It is. And it I really just, is. I want to break that barrier down mm-hmm. because if anything, we need the support of each other like so badly. Yeah. And um, I think when you break it down, like we're, we are comparing ourselves, but it's stuff that we're like, we're putting on ourselves. Oh, you know? it's, it's so, so much of it is intrinsic. Don't get me wrong. Mom guilt is very much a thing. And <sighs> like. You know, from external sources. We'll get to that. But I do think that comparison, a lot of it, if we just, like, talk through it, it's very eye-opening. Yeah. um, Like, how we're all struggling with it. So, I want to hear from you. Yeah. When it comes to comparison, what was the hardest part about that for you when you became a new mom? So, I think for us, let me just give you a little rundown. (laughs) River, who is our son, um, he is the most precious little boy, but he was a very, very fussy baby. Very Mm -hmm. tough. And... I think it was just because I was expecting the newborn stage to be so different. It was hard seeing, like, yeah. you know, other friends that had newborns that were able to go out and do all this stuff, and that was just not our experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm past that. <laughs> like, I'm okay with it yeah. now, but in the moment it felt so big because we tried going out, and he just was he was very fussy. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wasn't going to happen for us. And so it was hard. I felt like... I would see other moms, like, thriving in the newborn stage. And I do want to say, like, if you're a mama and you love the newborn stage, I love that about you. Yeah. (laughs) And there are some parts of newborn the newborn stage that I do love. Like, Mm -hmm. I miss the cuddles and them sleeping on you. River will not fall asleep on me now. Um, But I just – it was hard for us. Mm -hmm. So – that was probably what I struggled with the most. And mm-hmm. maybe that part of that is social media because you just see when people are thriving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody posts the, t- the hard stuff. the absolute meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Tay? Um, we were similar. We uh, – Sayla is our daughter, and um, she was also a pretty fussy baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she did not sleep. Uh, sleep is for sure not her spiritual gift. <laughs> it's very low on the spiritual list. Gift. She, I love that. She just, it took a really long time. And I had friends that had a lot of babies around the time that we um, adopted Sayla. And yeah. their babies, like six weeks, were sleeping through the night. Like and I six was or like, seven oh, weeks. Good for you. <laughs> 12 hours through <laughs> like, the night. Like for real. What? And we were, we were on the struggle bus. And I struggled so hard with feel like, it, you know, it's hard not to internalize anything that's happening that, like, you're doing something wrong. It's yeah. your fault. Oh, for sure. Um, and then same thing, fussy baby, expectations not mm-hmm. being met, reality looking just way different. I mean, you can't yeah. ever prepare for what it's going to look like. No. <laughs> but jumping into it, it just was way different than what I thought it was going to yeah, be. Um, sure. And then uh, feeding was a big one for me because, mm-hmm. as I said, we adopted Sayla, so I wasn't breastfeeding, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... Here's the first time we'll say, or the second time we'll say it again. <laughs> we'll talk about this more Third, later. Fourth, fifth. But it feeding is a big thing for people with comparison. Yeah. Um, like people who want to breastfeed and can't, or people, you know, people who can only exclusively pump but want to breastfeed. And for me, it was like I always felt like I wasn't doing enough because right. we were doing formula, even though fed is best. And yeah. she's great she's healthy she's fine she's, she's amazing she is she's a she is a smart little cookie and, and it I, just I really struggled with that well I feel like and I've had several friends that like you know they were the birth mothers but they still weren't able to yeah. breastfeed mm-hmm. or their baby had issues with latching or whatever it was and a lot of that pressure I feel like is from society because yeah. Yeah. like even being when you're in the hospital, like mm-hmm. it is pushed and like I understand why it's a great thing, but yeah. like it's not an option.
option for yeah. some people. Yeah. So I think that does that's something that needs to change mm-hmm. because that just automatically sets you up as a mother, like that you feel like you're failing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just so much pressure that's not necessary. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, so some other things that people mentioned. So this is when we posted our question box on our Instagram. These yeah. are what people mentioned from our, like our followers, um, seeing other people thrive, which mm-hmm. was very similar to what I just, you know, what I kind of dealt with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then some others. Um, some others were growth charts, which uh, I know you feel some type of way. Woof. <laughs> Tell us. Like, <laughs> I honestly, I do understand the purpose of a growth chart, yeah. like to an extent, but like also the anxiety <laughs> that yeah. it like. I just feel like it creates yeah. anxiety where it shouldn't be. So River was – he's kind of always been on the smaller end. He's mm-hmm. got some chunky rolls on his legs. Let me. He's not like a skinny baby. <laughs> yeah. But he's small. And I just always felt like, is my body not producing enough? Like, is something wrong? We literally went to the – like, we thought we were going to do x-rays because he was so small. And then, like, finally my doctor was like, he is fine. He's on his own growth chart. Like, he is going up. And that's what we're worried about. So I think a lot of moms feel that way, though. Yeah. Well, it's just I, I I'm with you. I understand the point of it. We're not doctors. Yeah. Scientists. But also, like that. But don't you feel like we do this to ourselves? You're like, what is your child on? Oh yeah. If I see a child that's like so tall, a baby that's so yeah. long, I'm like, what percentile is your baby? <laughs> you know, why? Why, do, we ask why that? do I care? Like, I don't what know. if we did that as adults? Uh, <laughs> oh, unfriend <my> immediately. <laughs> you are canceled. <laughs> No, thank you. Sorry. What percentile are you? <laughs> I uh, hate it. And so another big one was uh, working moms and stay-at-home moms. Yes. Which, again, another podcast in the future. Yeah, that but, was a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, a lot. That was probably one of our biggest responses when it came to comparison. Comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's because, like, everybody thinks what they're doing is what everybody else should be doing. And we cannot harp on this enough that every family is so different. So different, and yeah. Like, what works for you may not work for the the family next door. So we no, just want to yeah, be on confident that. in what is best for you and your family, and then just leave it at that, and yeah. trust that the people around you are doing that as well. And everybody is trying is doing their best. Like yeah, everyone's 100%. doing their best for their child. Yeah. Um. So another one that was talked about that was brought up was a birth plan. Mm-hmm. The comparison of your birth plan. I think it's safe to say. So I remember people telling me when I was pregnant, like, drop the birth plan. And then I was over here like, um, no, it's (laughs) going to go as planned. (laughs) I love it when it does go as planned for people. It did not for us. And I think that we just need to be okay with it not Mm -hmm. going that way. Yeah, for sure. And I know you felt that way too, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's all like – Anything with motherhood is just you make a plan. It's probably going to go the opposite way. <laughs> you do you know make what I mean? Plans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's just. I think just having the open-handed and open-minded policy is just key. Yeah, which is hard when you're looking around you and everyone's posting all of these like angelic moments on Instagram. <laughs> I did not look you angelic. know, and like I've never given birth, but I can't imagine how I would feel after that and then looking at other people's like I just can't imagine the space that I would be in you know there it goes back to social media yeah it's like yeah because you would have not known that like you know you didn't know what somebody looked like no absolutely not (laughs) after giving birth I mean I'm so thankful for all of the people now that like I feel like people are being uh, more normalizing like the adult diapers oh for sure I've seen that so much on Instagram and I'm like Okay, amazing. Um, adult diapers I, are necessary. Yeah, you or like the mesh happen. underwear that you yes. wear after. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, I did not know that was a thing until Instagram taught me, and 
I'm, you know, it's not all. It's I'm not here all for bad. It. I'm thankful for the education <laughs> at Instagram, but I'm That's thankful true. that people are being more real about it. I think so. I think it's like tra- there is a transition to being more real and open. Yeah. It's just I think it could go a long ways. Like yeah. it's still Agreed. got a ways. Agreed. Um, okay, so that was comparison. Mm-hmm. Another really popular topic when it came to new mom challenges was loss of identity. Mm-hmm. Um, Tay, I know this is something that you kind yeah. of dealt with, so I want to hear from you. So this was a definite shock to my system. Yeah. Um, still is sometimes. <laughs> I think it's always going to be a journey. Um, but, yeah, it was it was hard. I think I just – I don't know. I just didn't really expect how differently I would feel. Right. And I think also as an adoptive mom, I really didn't think about it because I also wasn't, like, walking through hormonal changes and all of this stuff. So I really ha- didn't even process it ahead of time of, like yeah. – how I was going to feel and what, how different I was going to, going to be mm-hmm. afterwards. And, um, I love the illustration that, uh, my friend Whitney, who is a mentor type role to me, um, I was with her several months ago and just was like talking about life and yeah. just about work and Sayla and trying to figure out school for her and job for me and all of this stuff. And I just was rambling and, I stopped and I said, am I spiraling? Do I sound like I'm spiraling? And she said, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) You need a friend like that. Everybody needs a friend who can tell you you're spiraling. And so we were talking through it and she explained it this way, which I love. She said, it really seems to me like you are, you're a new, you're a new version of yourself Mm -hmm. as a mom. And it really feels like you are dragging behind the old Taylor. Mm. And, like, she's dead, in the words of T. Swift. Like, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) She's dead. So she said, she's gone, and you're, like, dragging her behind you. We love the old Taylor. We honor her. Like, she did so much to get you here. But she's not here anymore. So, like, you need, instead of dragging her behind you, you need to, like, cut her loose and mourn her and then figure out what you love about this new version of yourself. And that was like a light bulb to me of, I didn't even think about the fact that I needed to mourn my life before becoming a mom, which feels like a heavy thing to say. Right. And it feels like I need to say like, but I love, I love my baby and, but I don't, I don't need to explain it. Like I can just, I can be sad about the fact that life is different. Mm -hmm. It's so much better in so many ways. Yes. But also there's a lot of things that are, that are missing now that were there before Mm -hmm. that I can be sad about. I don't need to stay in that sadness. And I think that's the biggest thing that Whitney was telling you, like mourn it and then move on. Yeah. Like it's okay to mourn, but you have to get to the space where you're like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this new stage of my life. Yes. Um, And I think that, so before we talked about this, I really didn't think I struggled with this Mm -hmm. until we were like talking about it. I was like, I think for me, the loss of identity was, right after I had River, or maybe not right after, but just the new body I was mm-hmm. in, the new role, like it was just so much. It's like literally one hour you're not a mom and then the next you are. Yeah. And it's like, so, and just a little bit about me. I'm a very, I love to be active. I'm a go, go, go person. Mm-hmm. Well, like that is not how it works yeah. after you have a baby. Yeah. And it took me some time to come to a place of like, this is my, this is my new me and it's going to, I need to be patient. I need to give myself time. But I did, I feel like I was, I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. Like it was hard to not be getting up and going. And I actually tried to get up and go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And about two weeks after giving birth and I like almost hemorrhage, almost Mm -hmm. had to go to the ER. And like, that's when I was like, I need to take a step back. And 
that was a big one for me. So I don't think I mourned the loss of my old self as much because I was boring all along. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> no, but really, Dave and I don't do a lot. <laughs> we, I'm like in bed at nine o'clock reading. But anyways, um, that's just how, that's how yeah. I experienced yeah. the loss of identity. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I, another one that um, I felt was being trapped at home. Feeling Oof. trapped at home yeah. and being trapped at home, baby jail. Uh, when they're really <laughs> little, jail. because you know, like before, before I, before you became a mom, like you need something from the grocery store, you go, fabulous, yeah. hop in your car, go to Publix, <laughs> no, grab no a candy bar, attached. whatever you need. Then when you have a baby, <sighs> amazing. Let's pack your diaper bag. Let's also get all of your stuff ready. Let's get or, the baby in the car. <laughs> or like you can't even go to the grocery store yeah. with a baby like River. No, oh, River was not going to go to the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. He hated the car seat. Like, yeah. you know. Also, um, side note to all grocery stores, can we make some carts that can we can figure out like what to do with the baby car seat? <laughs> yeah. Because if you, put, oh my gosh, if you right? put that baby car seat in the the um, grocery cart, like it slides, right? Yeah, and also, where it. are you going to put all your stuff? I mean, I feel I like just that's a very stack valid stuff point. around Salem. <laughs> I've never actually thought about that because River hated the car seat. Yeah. We did not ever transport. There's him been the a car few seat. places that I've seen that they have it like built into the like the front the cart. section. It's like a little seat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that needs to someone make someone come up with that. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. Shark Tank. If you hear this, <laughs> yeah. Shark Tank. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, feeling trapped and. I also think I was struggling to know what I needed or wanted because, mm-hmm. like, when our meal train would start, when it started, I would have, you know, someone would be coming by and I would be like, I, like, I want to talk to them, but I don't, like, I'm yes. so not this version of myself. Yeah, like, you want to be social, but not really. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's just weird. It's just, it's a weird time because you really, you can't go anywhere when they're really little, you're, like, moving from chair to chair yes. in your house and you're, like, change of scenery. And not showering. Is, not so you really don't want to see a lot of people. Yeah. And I will say one thing I learned, and one of my friends did this. Em, Emily, you're the best for doing this. Because she, right after I had River, she texted me and she was like, I'm on my way. I'm just dropping off some Panera bagels. Mm, it's going to be on yeah. your front doorstep. And, like, for me, she was like, there's no pressure. You don't need to come outside. Like, yeah. nothing. And that was so there. That was just so great for me. Yeah. Because, like, I did want to see people, but there were days that I did not want to see people. Yeah. And so I learned through that to, like, if you know, if you have a friend that's a new mom, just tell, just say, I'm doing this for you. Don't ask. Because, yeah. like, as a new mom, you never want to tell somebody what you want. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. you don't know what you want, like you yeah, said. Yeah, you don't. So just say, like, I'm going to come over. I can fold your laundry mm-hmm. or hold your baby. This is what we were talking about. Yeah. Like, give some options. Yeah, my friend Elizabeth does that. She comes over and she says, do you want to hold your baby or do you want me to? Oh, my gosh. And then based off of that, if if, you, if I want to hold my baby, she says, great, I'm going to fold laundry or do, do dishes, dishes while we talk. Or if yes. you want to get up and do something, because that's what I wanted to get up and do something, because I was so yeah. sick of just, like, sitting. I love the newborn cuddles, but yeah. I'm a you goer. Yeah. yeah, so I am a doer, so I wanted to, like, a goer is not even a word. <laughs> I'm a doer. <laughs> We're making it. <laughs> I wanted to go do a bunch of stuff and, like, get up and move around. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think if you're, yeah, just drop stuff off and yeah. then ask in a way that's, like, I don't know. Think about how you'd want to be asked. Right. You know? I think that is so great. Give an option and let them choose. Let the mom choose. Yeah. Because if you say, can I get anything for you? I'm going to be like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I never know what to say. Um, So one big one for me was lack of me time. Mm -hmm. And 
I think this has just been something that I've discovered along the way because I didn't think that – I'm a very social person, love to be around other people. I never thought I needed alone time. Like Mm -hmm. David definitely needs his alone time. But when you become a mom, I feel like it really makes it very obvious that you need your me time. And, I mean, it hasn't been that long ago where I was like, oh, my gosh, even if it's just a car ride, you know? And we've talked a lot about, like – like becoming, I feel like this is, I'm just going to be honest. I became resentful of David. That's my husband, by the way. I keep saying his name and I didn't really <laughs> say. Um, because I felt like he was able to get up mm-hmm. and go. And I think a lot of moms probably feel this way about their partners, spouses, yeah. whatever. Like, And it's nothing that the partner, it's not their fault. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't David's fault, but just he wasn't connected in a way that like he could get up and go. Yeah. Like River wasn't breastfeeding from him. Yeah. So I think I, like, sort of resented that in a way, and I wasn't open early on. Mm-hmm. I didn't communicate it with him early on. So luckily we're past that, and, like, there are times when he's like, just go. You need to go get your nails done. Yeah. You need to get your hair done. Like, whatever it is. And it was just after we communicated about it. Like, mm-hmm. I just had to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, just say it out loud and say, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize how much me time you need, like, before becoming a parent because all of your time is me time. Right. You know? You do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you work and do whatever. (laughs) But, like, yeah, just, like, a car ride and the quiet or not listening to, like, Elsa make my ears bleed. (laughs) Let it go. (laughs) Like, if I can just listen to whatever, like, the top 40 hits, like, amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So so true. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just don't even realize that how much you need it. It's crucial. Self-care. You're in it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. The third thing that was most commonly brought up when we asked about new mom challenges was loneliness. Yes. Um, What, what was that like for, for you? Um, so first off, I had my baby in the middle of COVID. (laughs) So (laughs) add a little extra layer in there. Yeah. I feel like that's an extra layer of loneliness, (laughs) but I feel like this is no matter when you have Mm -hmm. your baby, this is present. Um, when I was reading these answers from people about the loneliness, I thought of it in two different ways. Physically, you feel alone because, like, there are so many moments when you are alone, like yeah. two in the morning and you're feeding your baby and mm-hmm. you are by yourself. Yeah. Like, and just in general, you're at your home a lot and people, you know, maybe aren't, aren't visiting as much. But I think for me, I felt alone because I didn't feel like I didn't know if people were struggling like I was yeah. in the newborn stage, yeah. you know, like, I think maybe it's because I did have friends that maybe had, you know, a little easier time or whatever it was. I think most moms feel that way, though. Mm -hmm. They feel lonely in the sense of I'm isolated. I don't think anybody feels the way I do. Like, I'm drowning, you know? And that's where I kind of felt the loneliness come from. Um, Well, and too, I feel like the – when people talk when you, when you're having a baby, when you're about to start your family, it's all excitement and it's mm-hmm. joy and it is all of those things. It is. But it feels like there's this like gap that's not talked about between like cuz I also have friends that love the newborn stage and mm-hmm. we both agree like it's not our favorite stage yeah. ever. Um which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I I feel like there's like this big like this pendulum that's like you're either you love the newborn stage or like it was really 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 hard for you right and there's like this middle zone that I feel like isn't talked about which is what I feel like we're trying to hit out here is like you you have good days but then you have really bad days and like you just need somebody like our friend Emily our mutual friend how we met we had a conversation right after her little girl was born where we were talking about it and I was she was like having a hard day and I was like yeah it's it 
it's hard. It's really hard. Like you can you can just say like yeah, it was a really bad day. Yeah, you want to cuss? This is the time. <laughs> say it. it now. Say whatever you want to me, and you don't have to explain to me how much you love your little girl because I know. Yes. Okay, like, just say it. I think that's a big thing. What you just said is like. We need to stop saying, well, I love my baby, mm-hmm. but it was a hard day. Like, we know you love your child. Yeah. It's okay for you to just say it was a hard day. Yeah. I love, like, literally, how many times have I said this to you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, like, I will be saying it's a hard day. And I'm like, I love him so much. And she's like, eh, I know. <laughs> don't have to say it. You just can say it's yeah. been a it's been a rough one. He's yeah. teething, whatever. Like, you don't have to BS, honestly. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be real here. We're yeah. trying to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that's, like, really the nitty-gritty of this podcast. Yeah. Like, that's what we're trying to get at. Yeah, like this gray area where we do feel like there's just – it isn't being talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, some other areas that people brought up loneliness were most of the responsibility falling to the mom. Yeah. Which just seems to naturally happen. No shade yeah. to the dads. We yeah. love you. Y'all are the MVPs. Yeah, for um, real. But it does tend to naturally happen that way. And we're not really – we're not like – we're not going to let it go. I mean <laughs> – No, no, no. Like I don't want to let it go, but <laughs> yeah. I want it to not be there sometimes. I'm like <laughs> – why don't you help packing for, you know, yeah. the beach? Um, but then when he starts packing, I'm like, wait, nope, nope, yeah. stop. Like, you're going to forget something, you know? It's like we I want know. the help, but then we don't. I know. It's like a it, – I think it feels lonely because it's this thing that, like, you can't let go of or walk away from. Yeah. But you're but it's, like, still there, and it feels a little yeah. suffocating sometimes. I totally Which agree. maybe is a dramatic word. But, like, I'm, I'm so guilty about so many times, like, I'll ask Neil or Neil be like, oh, I'll just – I'll do this with, for her really quick. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. And yeah. then I like find myself walking in there, being like, uh, checking. Um, kind of, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I feel or like that's adjusting it. what he's yes. doing, which is like oh so my gosh, not cool that's to him. For me. Yeah, but also that, that just speaks to like I the responsibility falls to me because I think I allow it to. Yeah. And that does feel lonely because I feel like I don't know how to like not do that. No. For sure. You know? And, like, I've even... Control issues, Taylor. (laughs) That's the answer you're looking for. Same. But, like, the other day, we were actually out of town for just the day. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't even spend the night. It was just the day on a Saturday. And I was, like, thinking about River. Like, I wonder what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, you know, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And David was, like, let it go. Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, he's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. just letting that control go is so hard. It is hard. Um, Another one that really hit me was um I was a very confident person before becoming a mom Mm -hmm. and then you become a mom and you don't know what the heck is happening and my confidence just went out the door because everything is so nobody gives you an instruction manual yeah or there's too much information yeah like I love to hate google because (laughs) it's there for me at the you know the most convenient times it's also there for me at the most inconvenient times when I'm going to like Go down like one time we were giving her a bath when she was really little and she like swallowed a good bit. I mean, she was like sitting up, but it still was like a lot that she swallowed. And when I tell you that I was down a rabbit hole about what was it called? It was like secondhand drowning or something. Stop. And I was convinced that she like water had gotten in her lungs oh and gosh. like we would have to go to the ER. And I just like, you know, you just you hit self-diagnose these diagnose like, and then like yes. just go down. And you just hit these points of like yeah. You know, these all these different diagnoses that you give yourself or your baby, and it feels so panicky. But just yes. struggling with feeling like I knew I knew exactly who I was. I was very sure of myself, and then I became a mom, and I was like, wow, what am I doing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to keep you this little human it. alive and happy. Yeah. Like, when do I give her solid foods? How should I – like, no one – 
every I feel little like question. There's, okay, but also when you just said that, that made me think. I feel like they kind of just like get leave each of the birds when it comes yeah. to feeding. It's like just figure it yeah. out. Like you kind of do have to use Google in those you situations. Do. Well, that's why I'm like so thankful for the the moms that like have gone before me and answered all my questions. Yes, the moms. The moms of the friend groups, the sibling groups, et cetera, that are the first ones to go. Oh, my gosh. The best. Like, round of applause for y'all. Because <laughs> when I mean, seriously. Because we ask all the questions. Oh, now. all the questions. Yeah. 100%. And I, the other day you were talking about a friend that said, I think you had a question, and then she said, like, what do you feel? Oh, yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Kate, who is one of my favorite uh, people to go to about stuff, yeah. because she will ask me, like, well, what's in your gut? Like, what do you yes. like? What do you think about it? And See, I love that. And she'll tell me if she's like, "Oh no, I think say is like really sick." Like, yeah, you know. But if she she's like, "Well," because I'll I'll usually ask the question and say like, "Well, I think it's so and so," and she's like, "Well, then go with that. If yeah. that's what you think, then like, go with it." I feel like in a lot of situations, you can trust your mom gut. Yeah, like. You do know what's best for your baby. Like, obviously, if you need medical help, that's one thing. But, yeah. like, just trust yourself. But yeah. it is hard because it you is. are so confident a lot of the times before having a baby. Yeah. And it's like, what? <gasps> what? Yeah. How do I do this? Oh, it's all kinds of new. Yes. Um, okay. So that was the three big mm-hmm. um, challenges. So, and as we were planning this episode, we also wanted to harp on some of the things we wish we would have gone back and told ourselves. Yeah. Not – not really like wish things we wish we'd have done better because like we've said, like you're just doing the best you can in yeah. the moment. Um, but just some things I wish I would have told myself as mm-hmm. a new mom. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would you say? I would say the first one what would be you're doing great. You like go, genuinely. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. And I like there's just so many moments that I would think to myself, like, oh my gosh, I am just totally messing this up. Yeah. Like just start adding to Sayla's therapy fund. Like <laughs> she's Starting not even now. like cognizant of what's happening, but Same. she's already going to need it. But I would go back and like highlight to myself the, the specific things that I was doing well, whether they were like really big things that are just like part of my character yes, or really small things. Yep. Like you wanted to go to bed. Yeah. But you set yourself up for success by washing all of the bottles before you went to bed. And, and that felt like the most exhausting thing you could have done after a metal. horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it. Or, you know, the bigger things yeah. of, like, you were so patient today. And, like, I just – Neil was really great about doing that with me in those early stages. But I wish that I had been, like, speaking those things over myself. Yeah. Well, you know what I was them. thinking about, too, Tay? Like, so I don't know if you guys have ever done the love languages. Mm-hmm. So I – like, before I was a mom, I would not say words of affirmation was one yeah. for mine. But, like, now that I'm a mom, I feel like I need people to tell yeah. me – that I'm doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And that's not because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm great. I think it's because like I really do need the reassurance. Yeah. And in the weeks after having River, like I remember my mom came over just to hold him for me for a little mm-hmm. bit. And she just looked at me and she was like, you are doing such a great mm-hmm. job. And I just wept because yeah. like just to hear that, it just makes you feel so good in those moments. No, it totally does. So like if you are a friend or a family member of a new mom, just tell them yeah. you're, that they're doing a great job and tell yourself that like well and if you if you think about it like your favorite jobs that you've ever had mm-hmm. you it's usually tied to employers giving feedback oh wow so i'm like true. can we have like a 90 day review <laughs> <laughs> yes like just positive no negative. yeah there, no negatives allowed. we have enough negative in our heads but can like yeah. someone sit me down and be like okay these are the things that you were doing amazing at yes well cr- what if like 
honestly, I just had this idea, like just writing down a list. I like what you said about like thinking back on the day of like what you did well. So like even writing it out. I like to write stuff out. For sure. Um, So the next one is it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the churches that I used to go to used to say this all the time. And they said, it's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay that way. Mm. So it's okay to be feeling these ways. Just talk to somebody. Um, And we do not take this lightly at all. We're going to delve really deep into postpartum depression, postpartum Mm -hmm. anxiety. We're going to get a professional on um, in one of the episodes because that definitely needs to be tackled. And if you're having those feelings, like you definitely need to seek medical help. But if you're just feeling down and lonely and having these feelings, like the challenging feelings, just talk to somebody and talk early. Like have that communication early on. That's something that I did not do. And I really wish I would have. It doesn't matter if it's your partner, your best friend, your mom, like, or us. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) That's what we've talked about. Like, Taylor and I, like, if you don't feel like you have somebody to talk to, like, Mm -hmm. you seriously, you can direct message us, email us. Like, we have been through these hard times. So if you're a new mom and feeling that way, we want to be here for you. Yeah, we really do. Um, Another thing that I would go back and tell myself is to do one thing for myself every week. Mm. I think people, I think we should strive for more than one thing. Yeah. But if that's what is attainable for you right now, then just just do the one. And the, I think like that can be lumped in with the self-care category, but to be clear, (laughs) normal (laughs) hygiene is not self-care people. Can we please please stop saying that us taking like a shower by ourselves for more than three minutes is self-care? It doesn't count. You should be showering. If you love a bubble bath and you're reading a book, drinking a glass of wine. Yeah, sure. Self-care. I consider that self-care. Yeah, but you like brushing your hair or (laughs) taking five minutes to put on makeup, like no ma'am. Yeah. No ma'am. That is not count it's not count because you know yourself. what your husband doesn't count that as his self-care your he husband does not took, count his no, shower he probably took two showers no today. he's doing stuff because <laughs> we we struggle with this and this is a very blanket statement if you don't fall under this category i'm impressed because i think mm-hmm. it is hard to not do this but i think we as women lock ourselves into like what we think is self-care but it's really just us taking care, care of, ourselves of ourselves as humans yeah <laughs> but like find something that feels fun yeah and do something that requires coordination of your little people. This is something that I really like. You said this, and mm-hmm. I had to, I was like, wow, that is so good. Like, actually having to coordinate, and then we were like, don't even really ask, just tell. Just, just tell. say, you know what? I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. You're going to come over and watch my <laughs> child. Find the people who have offered, because there's people that offer, and when someone offers to watch your kid, just take it. They mean it. Yeah. Like, you're not just going to offer to watch someone's kid if you don't actually want to do That's it. That's so true. And if you do, then this is, you'll learn your lesson. <laughs> yes. And another thing that, like, that you have talked to me about is if you are a mom to be or a mom in waiting and just go ahead and start thinking about the things that you mm-hmm. love to do right now. Yeah. Like, what are the things you do right now for self-care? Mm-hmm. Because I will I can guarantee – well, I can't guarantee. But for myself, I forgot about them. Like, yeah. I forgot that I love to get my hair done and yeah. go get a massage. Yeah. And, like, because you're just trying to survive. Yes. And so you don't really think about those things. So, like, you know, maybe write them out and make that a priority to do – actually do those things yeah. for yourself. And I had a friend tell me this the other day. She said – you cannot like you cannot fill up your child if you're pouring from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So fill up your cup. Like make sure you are in a good space and so that you can be a good mom. Yeah, and it's not you're not being selfish when you're doing that. But don't we always feel that way? Oh, 100%. Which this is, goes into mom guilt, which yeah. we're going to Oh my gosh, yeah. there's so much about but mom. But don't guilt. yeah, don't think that it's selfish for you 
Like I, I used to love getting my nails done, mm-hmm. not routinely, but you know, like a couple of times a year. Um, and, uh, when we hit like that, like six month mark with Salo when like, I felt like I could like actually walk out of the house and feel like a human, like, not a zombie. Yes. I, Neil, when I would like have a bad day, Neil would be like, just leave and go get your nails done. Just go. And I oh, was like, no, that. no, no. And then finally one day I was like, why do you keep trying to push me out the door to get my nails done? He said, he used to go all the time and you haven't done it at all since Salo was born. Yeah. And wouldn't it be like relaxing for you? And I was like, I love oh, that yeah. about him that he knew that. Yeah. Like, Find you a Neil, find you a David, because those are the ones that they know what you love and they make it a priority for you to do that. But like what Carly said, write it down and think about it and communicate it to someone and say, because I feel like pretty much everybody at some point, the people around you when you're a new mom can be like, hey, mayday, mayday, we need to like intervene. (laughs) Mayday. It's time to leave the house. And then they can say, hey, why don't you go? I love going to a movie by myself. I don't know. Really? Oh, I love going to a movie by myself. Oh my gosh, that sounds like my worst nightmare. What? Oh my gosh. I get my favorite candy, a big tub of popcorn. How many times have you done this? Like a lot? Yeah, like probably 10 or 12. This is amazing. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, not like at night, like at a matinee. It's like chill. Not creepy so that like someone's going to. No, 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 no. Um, and I just go watch a movie that like Neil would never want to go watch with me. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm so. not a big movie person, so that's probably whatever it is that you want to do, yeah. you know. Yeah, for just sure. Just do it. <laughs> um, and then another thing, which this was actually Taylor brought this up, and I think this is amazing. So her and her husband have a code word. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna say the code word. <laughs> it has a dirty word in it. <laughs> but basically this code word means like that one of them has had a really, really tough day. Mm-hmm. They say the word, and the other the other partner knows, like, okay, you need to get out of the house. Yeah. Like, we're going to coordinate the care of our child, yep. and you go and do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. We want to stress that you cannot abuse this code word. No, no, you cannot say it every day. Yeah, because <laughs> if you do, then it's like, then yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, But I think if you say, what did you say you and your, like, Neil, y'all do it, like, a couple of times a month maybe? Yeah, I think it probably averages out to be both. Probably like twice a month. Yeah, we'll say it because Neil. I mean, it's not just for the women; it's the yeah. men too. Like, exactly. They had a, had a really hard day at work. Yeah, or and Neil sometimes Neil pulls up and he's just like, I I can't go in and parent right now. Yeah, like everybody has those days, so yeah. it's like a no explanation needed. Yeah, I will update you on like this is where we're at in like the nighttime routine. Yep. Peace out. Bye. Best of luck. <laughs> but I think it's awesome because it's like you trust your partner enough yeah. to that like you know they're not going to say that unless they really need it yeah. and they need to be in a good space to be around, you know, the child. Like For sure. You know? Yeah. I think that is so amazing. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's, it's, it's been really helpful for us communication-wise. Yeah. Um, guys, we hope this discussion has been helpful for you or at least yes. shown that you're not alone. Yeah. It's been very therapeutic for us. The I'll speak for both of us. Therapeutic. <laughs> um, and remember, our biggest hope for this podcast is that it encourages you to be honest with your people and break down any walls that are there and just have the hard conversations and find the people that you can say the hard things to. The yeah. people that you don't need to put the sentence, I love my I baby, love my but child. yeah, before. That you can just say, it was a really hard day, mm-hmm. and I miss my old life. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. Um, I think it's so good. I guarantee that you'll be surprised by the number of people that you talk to that feel the same way or can yeah. at least empathize with you and aren't going to have judgment for that. Well, and I feel like that's why we wanted to start this podcast. Because yeah. in conversations with our friends, mm-hmm. like and especially new moms like that came after us, it's like you hear these things, and you're like, wow, I felt that way too. Yeah. Why are we not talking about this? For so sure. this is why we're here. Yeah. Um, so – 
We're going to do something really fun at the end of each episode. Well, we think it's fun. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> for us. It's fun for y'all. Um, we're going to be sharing a few things that we're loving right now. It could be a TV show, mm-hmm. an article of clothing, mm-hmm. food, something for your baby. Like, it honestly does not matter. Yeah. Um, so we're each going to share a few things. And then we we really do want to hear from you guys, too. Yeah. We're going to leave some boxes on our Instagram mm-hmm. and, like, want to hear what you're loving yeah. right now, too. Um, so, Tay, what are you loving right now? Okay, so um, I am loving rewatching old Netflix shows. I mean, Whoa. we've talked about like not really old, but you know, we yeah. talked about like we've I've cycled through The Office and New Girl enough New that Girl. I like that's our show. I had to move on, so I not move on. I still love The Office, but and it was time for some new content. So yeah. I have you ever watched Jane the Virgin? Oh my gosh, Taylor, I love that show. Wait, how do we not know about so, each other? I don't know, but this is amazing because I made David watch every episode it's and so he would like good. he would start singing. Neil hates it. Yes. Oh my gosh, he <laughs> hates it. it. <laughs> if that if he hears like the song at the very beginning, it like takes yeah. into a dark place. But I, I love it. I think it's one of the most <laughs> underrated shows of our generation. I, agree. I said it. <laughs> Go watch it. It is so it's good. so good. It's on Netflix. I cried multiple times. Oh, same, same. I laughed out loud. Happy, sad. I thought it was one of the best series finales. Oh, I loved it. Okay, who were so, you teen? Like, who did you want her to be with? I forget oh, their Raphael, names. Raphael, obviously. Okay. I was about to say, if you did not pick him, I was going to have Obviously. A um, it's so good. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. Um, okay. And the second one, I don't know the right way to say this. So I try to live like a, live like a semi-clean lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I love my Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm also going to, like, save some money where I can. So, yeah. um, But I found a clean deodorant that I love. And no I feel way. like this is what everyone's always looking for. Okay, because I have tried several and they never yeah, work. Yeah, same. All of them, like, they did not do their job. Yeah. Or they felt weird. So this one is called Lume, or maybe it's Lumi. Lume? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's L-U-M-E. I've only ever found it on Amazon. My sister-in-law, Sarah, oh. uh, told me about it. Wow. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, hypoallergenic, and it actually works. does the job. Like, you don't have to reapply in the no. day? Mm-mm. I okay. love it. And it goes on. It's like, uh, it's not liquid, but it, like, turns to powder when you put it on, but doesn't okay. start as powder. Wow. I don't know. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, my so, gosh. Um, and then, and we'll link any, like, products yeah. that we talk about in our show notes. Yes. And then, so, full disclosure, this is releasing September 1st, but we're recording this in July. Yep. But this still so applies, I think. Yeah. So, this has been our summer cocktail, which I think could still be a fall cocktail. For sure. Especially in September if you live in the South. So, <laughs> we've been doing uh, pre-made, the pre-made margarita mix from yeah. Costco that has the alcohol in it, saves you a step. Mm-hmm. We've combined that with, like, Half of, half of that and then half of a Corona. Shout out okay, to I our friends Maria. Okay, I've heard of this before. It's so good. Because I, I remember thinking that sounds disgusting It does sound disgusting, beer. but it's so good. Um, so I, I will yeah, do, and I do like a light Corona and put it over ice or do half margarita mix, half uh, lime LaCroix. If you're See, l- I feel like that would be me because I'm a lightweight. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Corona and Margarita mix together, like you're one and you're good. Yeah, Taylor yeah. and I are both lightweights. Like yeah. I'm like a half a glass of wine, and I, we just don't drink ever anymore. Yeah, we don't either. We really yeah. don't. It's really just like the summertime this is a treat. that we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're going to the beach on Sunday, so maybe we need to honestly get yourself a tumbler. Go ahead and do your it. Your yeti cup, whatever. Put okay. some ice and do it. Um, what that. about you? What are you loving? Okay, so um, back in December for Christmas, my sister-in-law got me a facial steamer. Mm -hmm. And at the time, River was like five months old. And I think I used it like a couple of times, but I whipped that puppy out like several weeks ago. So basically, it just releases steam. And you're supposed to get – you don't want to be like right up on it because it is hot. But it just steams your face for like five minutes and – 
it is amazing. I'm pretty sure she got it on Amazon, so I'm yeah. going to get the link from her. So I know it, like, obviously it's going to be relaxing, but, like, what does yes. it do for your skin? It's supposed to open your pores up, and okay. I really do feel, yeah. like, I think that it helps. Yeah. I, I feel like my face is cleaner. And David, every time I do it, he always wants to do it after. And he's like, <laughs> I feel like I look so refreshed. <laughs> I'm sorry, David, that I just told what? that about David you. David just got put on the spot. <laughs> I feel like most men would want to do it. Like, oh, I think look, most men would love a, self, yes. like a, a face, a skin routine. For sure. But they just they don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, secondly, so I did not think that I was going to get on this train, the belt bag. Mm-hmm. But I had an experience when I was in the grocery store with River, and I had a big old purse, and yeah. I couldn't find my keys, my wallet. Like, he was trying to get down off my arms. Like, it was so stressful. So I bought the Lululemon belt bag, and so I cute. wear it every single day. Yeah. Like, it's actually very dirty right now because mm-hmm. I just wear it all the time. And it's right – I strap it on the front of my chest. Yeah. I just have to reach down. It's just so convenient. Yeah, it really is. And I've just had so many friends that have gotten something similar, and they love it. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, bring back the 90s. I'm yeah. okay with it. Honestly, Gen Z, the moms of the world, thank you for bringing the fanny pack I think it's, like, really – it's so smart. Mm -hmm. You know my dad used to wear a fanny pack all the time when I was a kid? Amazing. We used to make fun of him, but now I'm like, he He knew. He knew. He He knew he was going to come back. He was going to hold all of his stuff right there. He wasn't (laughs) going to be bothered. He could chase after you. He was ahead of his time. He was way ahead of the time. Thanks, Dad. Um, And then lastly, I have been putting – it's called iHeart Macros, Mm -hmm. and it's – that's the brand, iHeart Macros. And they have, like – Protein, collagen, whatever. Um, I put collagen in my coffee every morning. Mm-hmm. So I do the toasted marshmallow flavor. Yum. I actually have the, the chocolate right now. And I like it, but I'm definitely a toasted marshmallow girl. And I'll tell you, Taylor, I, I'm i pretty sure I just use it now because it tastes so good. Like, yeah. I really have a hard time drinking it without. Yeah. But I originally started because of the postpartum hair loss. Yeah. And I have had a lot of hair regrowth. So, yeah. you know, whether it's from the collagen or not, your I'm just going to tell myself, good. my that's coffee tastes really good, and Are I just you keep like, buying like it. Are you like, you'll so. take it with you to the beach? Like, oh, that's for the level sure. Rep. Yes. Love it. Yeah. I'm like, very addicted. That's what I do with my coffee creamer. When you find yeah. what you want in your you coffee, you take it, honey. And you think about it the night before. You do. You go to bed yes. pumped for that smell to fill yes. your kitchen the next morning. I oh, love it. So good. Okay, guys, that is our episode. Yay! Episode we, one. Yeah, we'll be back next week to talk about the joys of motherhood. Um, until then, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at Spill Mama. Come hang out over there. We've got some questions for you guys. Um, we want to hear what you resonated with from today, and you can let us know what you want to hear more about. So thanks yeah. for hanging out with us and being willing thanks, to get messy guys. with us. See, See you next week. week.